Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema, cinema for everyone. As you know, this podcast is available to you on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. And um, yeah, no, um, we're back. I'm back, uh, actually. Um, so let's go over a couple of things real quick before I go into the actual episode. It's going to be a not going to be an hour, um, but I'll try to make it as lengthy as possible and cover as many things as I possibly can. So um, last week. Uh, I didn't have an episode at all um, that came out. I actually uh, just uh, honestly didn't have time to record an episode, and uh, that's on me. I sort of made my schedule very busy and uh, sort of put recording an episode on the back burner for last week. Um, Didn't mean to do that. It just sort of played out that way. Um, but from here on out, I'll have an episode every Tuesday and Friday back to normal schedule. I've sort of figured out my, I guess my, uh, the timing of where I can, I just made it a priority again. Um, but all last week, all I did was work on new merching, new merchandise, uh, you know, new merchandise options, uh, clothing, all that stuff. Um, it's March here and you know, it's March which means um, Texas weather, you don't know if it's going to be cold until mid-April and snow or if it's just going to hit up into the mid-80s, 90s, to the 100s all the way in, through the end of August. So I took the uh, all last week to make nothing but t-shirts and shorts and got ready for the uh, for that warm, warm weather that we have in Texas. Um, I spent all week finding the best, you know, clothing options um that's one thing that i wanted to do with this merch so a little backstory uh on the merch stuff me and kyler did some merch i think oh it was easily you know the beginning of you know end of 2020 middle of 2020 maybe and um the shirts were cool i ordered them from uh custom inc their website, I ordered them in bulk, and the only problem is when you order merch from them, and don't get me wrong, Custom Ink, if for some reason you hear this, um, shirts were great, they sold really well, um, but the only problem is whenever you order things off offline, you don't have any, you know, you really can't test out a product, you can't test to see if the shirt itself is, you know, if it's breathable, if it's comfortable to wear, does it shrink when you wash it? Does it stay the same size? Does the color do the colors fade on the, of the shirt really easy? Like the thread, does it fade really easily? Easily, does the clothing rip really easy? You know, there's a certain you know there's certain aspects to buying things online that you just really can't figure out until you get them in hand. So with all this new stuff that you know I've been doing. All the way, you know, going back all the way to the middle of February with the like the heartbreak collection. Then I did, if you have me on Snapchat or Instagram, you know I did uh, some all black clothing called the uh, called the Night Pack. Uh, and now, if you follow me on Instagram or Snapchat, you know that the Hotline collection comes out. So this comes out on Tuesday, so technically it'll be tomorrow if you're listening to this today on Tuesday. So, uh, on Wednesday, the 9th, I believe. So, 
that's a thing I can sort of get into, which is I can go to these stores, these wholesale stores that sell bulk clothing for companies that make merchandise and I get to actually feel it with my hands. I can, you know, I can go to these stores like Aviva in Dallas and, you know, they have so many different options when it comes to clothing. You know, I can take a shirt off the rack and, you know, I can hold it in my hand, see if it's breathable, see if, you know, if it feels good, does it feel good on body? I can ask the people that work there, you know, does this shirt shrink in the washer? Does it stay the same size? Is it pretty malleable? Does it last a long time? All this stuff. And on top of that, I have full creative control over what I, you know, what the shirts and what the clothing looks like. So that's what I spent all last week on. Um, went and found the, I think, the best options for this uh, this hotline collection that I did. Um, if you don't follow me, this is a quick brief overview of what they are. Um, it's t-shirts in the... The best way I can describe it is that comfort washed look. So like, you know, instead of having a pure black shirt, it's like a sort of a, a faded black, like a comfort color. Uh, shirts are very comfortable. They're very breathable. Um, I'm actually completely out of uh, the ones I've made. I still have to make more. But um, yeah, that comes out on your, tomorrow because this comes out on Tuesday. So I'll just say tomorrow. Wednesday, March 9th, hit me up if you want one. Um, if you see someone wearing one, ask them how it feels. I guarantee you they say it feels great. Um, but I just wanted to go over that and why I didn't have an episode last week. That's really all it was. I was just very focused on doing the merchandise the correct way. Um, hopefully, 2022, it's March. Hopefully, by the end of the year, um, I have some more, I'll add some people to the team that can help do that. So I'm not doing it all myself. That's my, that's my goal for the end of this year is just to have some people. Um, first of all, my top priority is to have a co-host. That would be lovely. Then second is to bring on some other people that are available, uh, obviously to help with uh, design ideas, video ideas, just all, all around things that I do. Um, and that what, uh, me and Kyler set out to do. That's, that's what I want to get done. But other than that, I'm going to start off with this. As you know, if you know anything about anything, the Batman came out over the weekend It came out on the fourth, which would be Friday this past Friday. And I went and saw it on Thursday night, um, which I saw it on the 3rd. They used to do midnight showings. I sort of missed that, actually, um, whenever you could go. When a movie came out on, you know, so for instance, you know, six years ago, Batman came out on, I'm just saying, for instance, if this movie came out six years ago, that's what I meant to say. This movie came out on Friday, which would be the 4th. You could go see it at midnight Thursday night. So technically it would be Friday the 4th, but you would be seeing it at midnight. And they had midnight showings for, you know, four big blockbuster movies like The Batman. Now it's all like you can go see it at like 4 p.m. on Thursday, which is 
I guess okay. It gives more people more, you know, more ideal times to go see it, I guess. When a movie comes out that I really want to see like this or, you know, Spider-Man or Doctor Strange or whatever the case may be, I always go to the latest showing possible. Just sort of nostalgic for me, I guess. Um, so, but anyway, I went and saw the Batman and, um, you know, I'm in my twenties. Everyone does it. It's a, it's just this, it's this generation. Um, I'm not always, always proud to say I'm a part of this generation, but you know, I went to the movies. I went, I actually went by myself, which was much more peaceful than what you may think. Um, mainly because, and I'm not calling them out or anything like that, but most of the time when I go to movies, I go to, with like, you know, my friend Ray or Peyton or whoever the case may be. But, uh, last superhero movie I went and saw was Spider-Man No Way Home. And I went with my friends Ray and Peyton. And unfortunately, Peyton is an idiot. And I'm not saying that in a mean way, but I am saying it in a mean way. Peyton's just dumb. Not in a bad way. Halfway through the movie, I'm sorry there's spoilers for Spider-Man. If you haven't seen it yet, get from up under your rock, Patrick Star. That came out months and months and months ago. So, um, in the middle of the movie, when Andrew Garfield and P- and uh, Tobey Maguire make their reappearance as Peter Parker in the middle of the movie, you know, most of the theater has, they've seen all the Spider-Mans. They know who those people are. My idiot friend Peyton is like, I don't understand why people just got excited over him. Who is that? I almost punched that kid in the face. And then after the movie's over, all that not even before that, let me cut back. Middle of the movie, he's asking all sorts of questions. He's not shutting up. So now I can't even enjoy the movie. So that's that's, that's just terrible. After the movie, this kid's going to ask me and goes, he tells me he's never seen any of the other Spider-Mans before. He's only seen the version with Tom Holland. And don't get me wrong, Tom Holland's Spider-Man is great. But Tobey Maguire's the OG. Andrew Garfield has slept on. And Tom Holland is great. That movie isn't made for people that haven't seen the other Spider-Mans. These, that movie was made for fans of Spider-Man as a collective. That means Tobey Maguire. That means Andrew Garfield. That means Tom Holland. That's who that movie's made for. So don't so that's a big reason why I went and saw Batman by myself. Me being a Batman fan, I'm you know Batman's my favorite. If I had to pick my favorite superhero of Marvel, DC, all the superheroes combined, it's Batman. I like I'm a big Batman fan. So I went and saw the movie by myself. And of course, I took a picture of the ticket and said I was there. So the whole time I put my phone on do not disturb. I take that I took I know that movie was a long movie. I know I know from the reviews it's a movie you have to pay attention to. So I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. I get out of the movie theater and I have about twenty to thirty messages on Snapchat, text message, whatever the case, asking me how the movie was. And my response was pretty much the same to every single one of them, which was I think First of all, the the movie is shot beautifully. Uh, me being a film head, a film school person, uh, the movie is shot beautifully. It's a beautifully crafted like movie. Second, 
you really can't say one Batman is better than the other just yet. Like right now, obviously the standard is Christian Bale's Dark Knight portrayal of Batman from 2008 to 2012. That's the that's the top tier, that's the best of the best as of right now. But with that being said, you can compare first movie to first movie being this is Robert Pattinson's first movie as Batman. And then you can compare that to Christian Bale's first movie as Batman, Batman Begins. You can compare those two being their first appearance as Bruce Wayne slash Batman. And I'm not going to spoil anything. I'm just going to say this and this alone. In my opinion, and I highly value my opinion. I think when it comes to movies, I know what I'm talking about very, 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 very good. Like, I'm very good at critiquing movies very honestly. No biased opinions. This version of Batman will be better than Christian Bale's version of Batman. I repeat, Robert Pattinson's Batman will be better than Christian Bale's Batman. Robert Pattinson's The Batman, compared to Christian Bale's Batman Begins, is astronomically better in every shape of the world. You know, in every shape, size of what, you know, it's just non-comparable. They're so astronomically different in a good way. But just the Batman that came out this past weekend, I personally and honestly, truly believe it blows Christian Bale's Batman Begins out of the water. If you don't agree with me, that's fine. Don't listen to my podcast. I don't care. You're wrong. And I think the way they made, you know, the way they move, they the way they made it, the way it's written, uh, the Easter eggs in the movie, how it's set up character arcs it's all set up to be the best batman trilogy of all time now of course we don't know that for sure all we know is that this first movie is great second movie hopefully comes out in the next you know two years maybe i'm pretty sure when they did christian bale's dark knight series it was 2008 2010 and 2012 so every two years hopefully it's the same pattern um obviously this movie i think this movie was supposed to come out in 2020 um but it got pushed all the way back to 2022 because covid um you know covid restrictions so yeah just uh i I highly recommend going to see the movie it's a beautifully crafted movie it's written to perfection it's shot it's everything you want a Batman movie to be. So, with that being said, it's great. Uh, second second of all, over the week, last week, uh, Donda 2 came out. And Kanye held a listening party in Miami. And I watched it because I'm a Kanye fan, of course. Um, unbiased? 
There's about four good songs. Rest of it, garbage. And I don't know if it's garbage because the show he put on in Miami was terrible or if the songs are terrible. I couldn't tell. The songs that came through clearly were pretty good. I liked them. But half the show was offbeat. You couldn't hear them. I don't know. It was, it's just, it was really weird. And on top of that, you can't even get Donda 2 on streaming platforms. Kanye cut all ties with his streaming platform contracts. You can only get Donda 2 if you buy Kanye's Donda Stem Player from stemplayer.com. If you don't know what that is, it's a little handheld rubberish looking device in the shape of a of a sphere, like a flattened sphere. Um, almost like if you were to take a snow globe and compress it down to about two inches, but kept it round. Completely coated in rubber with four touch-sensitive LED dot lines going horizontal and vertical. Uh, stem player, it allows you to control the four main stems of music, which is bass, uh, instrumental, vocal, and strings, and you can control. You basically customize song. It's bas- it's the stem player is basically for music heads. That's what it's for. But Kanye released the album, and you can only get it if you get the stem player. Which you know, it's sort of cool if you get the stem player. I want one to be honest. Um, but it's two hundred dollars, and in theory, I'd be paying two hundred dollars just for a Kanye album. And don't get me wrong, I'm a big Kanye fan. If you haven't seen Kanye's documentary on Netflix, Genius, I highly recommend going to see that as well. If you don't like Kanye, or if you're just not sure how you feel about Kanye, I recommend going to watch it. I guarantee you it changes your perspective on him. Um, And I guarantee you come out of that three-part documentary, uh, if you don't like Kanye after that, you for sure will have a little bit more respect for him and understand him a little bit more. So I, I recommend watching it, but back to what I'm saying, I'm a big Kanye fan. Donda, I think, is his second greatest produced album of all time. Not lyrically, but music production-wise, it's his second best of all time. Right behind a dark, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I love Donda. I think it was great. I ain't paying $200 for no Donda stem player. I'm just not going to do it. I'd be, me, in theory, like I said, I'd be paying $200 for a Kanye album. So, you got two hundred dollars to spare? Get you a stem player. Let me borrow it so I can listen to Donda Two in its full entirety. No weird fade outs and mess ups from a live show. So, uh, yeah, that's. I think that's it. Really, that's it. Really, in that, um, it wouldn't be a night normal podcast without talking about sports. And boy, oh boy, is there a lot. So, recently, the Lakers suck. The Lakers are trash. They're garbage. Basura. Garbaggio. Whatever word you can think for of of garbage, that's the Lakers. They're terrible. The Lakers actually beat the Warriors the other day, though, which is weird because the Warriors are a really good team. They don't have Draymond Green right now, so they're losing a lot. But they're a good team still, and the Lakers played terrible. LeBron had to drop 56 for them to beat the Warriors by four. That's not good. LeBron's 37. 
He should not have to be averaging 29-8-8 at 37 with a team that has Russell Westbrook and Anthony Davis and Malik Monk. He shouldn't have to do this, but he has he has to just to keep them afloat. They won one out of their last, I think, nine or ten games, and that was that game was against the Warriors. They lost to the Jazz last night. No, they didn't play the Jazz last night. Who did they play last night? Not last night. Um, who did they play? They beat the Warriors. Uh, they play the Spurs tonight. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so the last game was the Warriors. They won. They played the Clippers on last Thursday. That was it. Lost 132-11. to 11. I'm going to count this. I'm curious. Okay. So, they're one win and then one two. That nine games in February. They lost to the Pelicans, the Clippers. Oh, they won. They beat the Jazz. That's crazy. Trailblazers. Oh, no. This isn't good. The Bucks. Oh, no. This isn't good. <laughs> they suck. They're not good. Huh. Anyway, Lakers suck. That's all I was trying to say. The Lakers right now are 28 and 36. Oh, my God. That's awful. How many more games are. How many more games do they have left? The Lakers have. They play the Spurs tonight. They'll probably lose that. Yeah, they'll definitely lose to the Spurs. They got DeJounte Murray. How many more games are left for the Lakers? There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 games left of the Lakers season. And they play the Rockets, the Wizards, the Suns, the Raptors, the Timberwolves, the Raptors, the Wizards, the Cavs, the 76ers, the Pelicans, and their last two games are against the Mavericks and Jazz. In that last stretch of games, I can confidently say they'll win three of those. The rest, I honestly think they lose, but we'll see. But other than basketball, that's all that really is important in the basketball world. Lakers suck. LeBron is amazing, and I'm not a LeBron fan. LeBron's amazing. The Lakers are terrible. LeBron's playing amazing, and they still suck, which sucks for LeBron. The Mavericks are playing great, like really, really good. Uh, the Warriors having a little bit of a struggle right now. Um. But this last, you know, stre- you know, honestly, this last like you know, fifteen games for everybody, everyone's pretty much going to stay in the same spot, most likely, except for those really close teams. The teams that really have to fight are that ten, nine, and eight seed. Those are the teams that everyone's going to be watching over the next, you know, two to three weeks to see who gets in the playing game and who's going to make the the eight seed. So um, we'll see more basketball in here in a couple of weeks. But on to UFC. Over the weekend, Jorge Masvidal and Colby Covington fought at UFC 242. Or was it 272? I don't remember. 
Um, it was UFC. I don't care about this. I want to see the last one. Okay. See, I have a problem with the ESPN app. It doesn't let you go back on UFC, which is weird. UFC 272. Um, the night actually started off with um, uh, Sergey Spikvok knocking out Greg Hardy <laughs> in two minutes into the first round. I thought that was entertaining. Um, then we went into uh, Kevin Holland and uh, Cowboy Oliveira, Alex Oliveira. Um, Kevin Holland, I like Kevin Holland a lot. His nickname is uh, Big Mouth. He's from Texas. He's from Fort Worth, I believe. Um, he's a, he actually dropped a weight class. He's normally a middleweight fighter. He dropped down to welterweight. He knocked out Alex Oliveira, who's a great fighter, in the second round. Uh, then we went to who uh, an Edson Barboza fight, which I like Edson Barboza, but he fought a guy named Bryce Mitchell, who was from Texas as well. Um, I've never heard of him. That was my first time getting to watch him fight. Uh, I'm a fan. He's like a country Habib. I thought it was pretty in- interesting. Uh, then we went on to Rafael Dos Anjos finding uh, Renato Moicano. He actually, uh, Renato Moicano actually took the fight on five days notice because um, Rafael Dos Anjos' uh, opponent uh, backed out. And uh, Moicano actually, that was one of the best fights I've seen in a very, very, very long time. Fight was amazing. It went to decision. Uh, Rafael Dos Anjos won by unanimous decision, but all praises to Mercano. He fought like crazy. He even round five after he was busted open, his eye, his left eye was swollen shut. He rocked Rafael Dos Anjos multiple times, and he had some chances to to finish the fight. He just had no energy left in him after being beat up for basically four and a half rounds. Um, so no matter what, his stock his UFC stock rose after that fight. So shout out to him. And then you move on to the main event of the evening, which was Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. If you don't know, they used to be best friends slash teammates at American top team. And then Colby Covington stole some money and dipped on him. Got kicked out of the gym, dipped on him, never paid best friends turned bitter rivals you know, nothing's more entertaining than that when it comes to really anything, especially UFC, where they get to settle the dispute with their hands and feet. Um, that fight had all the hype in the world to be a instant classic. That fight turned out to be one of the most boring fights I've ever seen in my life. I was very, very, very disappointed. Um, going into it, I thought there are multiple ways that fight could end in, in all honesty, there was multiple ways that fight could have ended Colby Covington being the superior wrestler, that fight being the superior wrestler who has gotten much better with his hands over time since, especially since a meet, uh, leaving American top team, that fight could have went very quickly. That fight could have been Colby Covington comes down, comes out takes Orhe to the ground, submits him really quick. That fight also could have been Orhe, who has the fastest knockout in UFC history, coming out with the superior stand-up boxing skill and come out and starching Colby within the first minute. 
That fight could have been a back and forth battle all the way to the last bell because of Orhe's takedown defense that has gotten much better over the years and Colby Covington's ever-improving boxing stand-up game could have went back and forth all fight. What that fight ended up being was Colby Covington getting punched in the face for about a minute into each round, realizing he didn't want to stand, shooting for about five to six takedowns until he got one, and then sitting on the back of Orhe Masvidal trying to put him in a rear naked choke and Orhe slipping out of it and then Colby trying to do it over and over and over again. That's what that fight was. There was one moment in the fourth round where Orhe was exhausted. I mean, he had to carry the weight of a 100 and, you know, they weigh in at 170 pounds. Colby was probably around 190 for that fight. Jorge basically carried around a 190-pound man on his back for three and a half rounds before this moment happened, which was uh, where in the fourth round, Jorge caught Colby with a like a looping right, like a looping right hook. I don't know. It was a very strange punch, and it was a flash knockdown. He dropped him, but I think Jorge was so tired at that point of the fight. He was so tired, and the threat of the takedown is more pre- like more you know more prominent now because of he's you know because he's tired he doesn't have the same sorry that was my chair squeaking he doesn't have the same type of energy he had in the first round to stuff a takedown so the prominent prominent danger of a takedown if he goes for the kill on Colby after he dropped him is really high so he didn't take the chance and he didn't jump on it Colby recovered and went back to what he was doing all fight which was just shoot 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 Shoot, shoot, shoot. Got the takedown. Right his back. Fight was terrible. Colby ended up winning a unanimous decision because of the ground time, ground control. That's what that fight was. I was very upset and disappointed. Um, but uh, other than that, I think that's all I really had to come on here and say. Friday, I'm going to try to get um, either Austin or Aaron or Anthony haven't had Anthony on in a while, or a surprise guest, you never know, on. Um, be sure to add my Snapchat at AaronCross15, or follow me on Instagram at iFilmAaron, to uh, get some merch. comes out tomorrow, so when you're listening to this today, I mean Tuesday, it's weird whenever I, you record before the day that the podcast comes out. Because I want to say today, because I'm recording today, but today's Monday. This episode comes out on Tuesday. So when you were listening to this Tuesday, the next day after that, the merchandise comes out. That's all I'm trying to say, okay? Add me, iPhone Aaron, Instagram, AaronCross15, Snapchat. Go to NYMP. What am I? Go to patreon.com slash NYMP. Gosh, I'm an idiot. That's what I get for taking a week off. That's honestly what I get. Anyway, buy the merch. Lakers suck. Kanye's great. The Batman is great. Go watch it. See you on Friday.